Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The Zone. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. On a Wednesday morning, and I'll tell you what, it is meeting season for a lot of Wisconsin farmers, of course. Uh, this week, we've got the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual business conference starting Friday in Wisconsin Dells. We also have some special agronomy meetings coming up this winter. Instead of trying to get growers to attend a lot of different meetings, our corn, our soybean, our plant pathologies, all coming together to host two big events, one in Green Bay, one in La Crosse. Talking about that with Dr. Damon Smith, University Extension Plant Pathologist, a little later this hour. So glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. So don't forget, rainfall reporters, you're welcome to tell me what kind of rainfall you picked up yesterday. I know in my backyard it was basically a trace, and I also know that a lot of people already pulled their rain gauges for the year. Still, if you've got some measurements for me, 877 877- 301 farm is our talk text line that's 877-301-3276 for today we've got partly sunny skies on the way 28 is the best we'll do today tomorrow partly sunny and 35 friday partly sunny and 50 degrees saturday sunshine and 32 stumacher ag meteorologist has weather details on the way there goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chump Gill. And from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. When the new Congress is seated after the first of the year, the Republicans will take over in the House. That means Glenn Thompson from Pennsylvania will chair the House Agriculture Committee. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And one of his major priorities in the next two years and even in the Farm Bill is to get broadband expansion. And Stephanie, there are a lot of folks working on that to get it in more into rural America. Certainly, Bob. The unfortunate side of the story is that today's economy has created some challenges to expanding broadband in rural Wisconsin. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And just to paint the picture for you of how much money that circulated for broadband this year, uh, in 2022, the state gave nearly $125 million to 71 different projects. Bug Tussle Wireless is one of the recipients. They got more than $20 million for 11 projects. Their chief operating officer, Jason Weed, says construction should begin as early as next month, but inflation and supply chain challenges are impacting that progress. We talk about that, but first he explains why these grant dollars are essential to making rural broadband investments possible. You know, although we're getting these grant dollars, we put in quite a bit more than that, you know, at the end of the day. But it helps us because it, it makes it affordable and cost-effective to do these projects. The reason that a lot of people in rural areas don't have fiber, for example, right now is most of the big companies just can't find the economic viability of that. It's so costly to run fiber, 
you know, you're spending fifty, sixty thousand uh, dollars a mile, um, and that's without you know the equipment and all the hookups. And so, if you're only getting a small group of people, most of the big companies have just said it doesn't make sense. We would rather focus on the urban and suburban areas. And we were founded by a farmer, Steve Schneider, and our board is made up of rural people who live in small towns. Their mission since I think about 2004 was they were going to find a way to become the, the biggest wholesale provider of wireless rural telecommunication services in Wisconsin and in the upper Midwest. We've achieved that. We are, we are that now, which is, which is great. Um, but we've also moved into fiber to go along with our wireless uh, work. And that's what makes up the vast majority, if not all, of the 22 grants, um, the 11 grants. Those are really focused on middle mile fiber, and then we're separately financing fiber to the home. Can you tell me, from Bug Tussle's point of view, why there's these gaps? <laughs> I know you kind of alluded to that, that they're not really getting the investments they need, but just how prevalent is is this gap? It, it, it's incredibly prevalent. We've always talked about balancing the playing field so that rural communities could compete with larger communities and they could retain the kids come back from school and they bring their, their brains back from college and they move back home and they can work from home because they now have reliable high-speed internet, whether it's through fixed wireless backed by this middle mile fiber or whether it's fiber to the home that comes off this middle mile fiber. Our goal is to make sure people like you and all the other people who grow up in, in small towns have a reason to go and live back in those small towns. And there's a lot of people who want to raise their family in small towns. And, and for a long time, Stephanie, as you probably know, small communities throughout the country and in Wisconsin have been slowly dying. Not all of them, but a lot of them. You know, that used to be a bustling town because maybe there was mining or there was a manufacturing going on. When those jobs went away, people started to leave these areas. And these small towns are hanging on by a thread. They don't have a lot of money to invest in, you know, infrastructure like this, yet they're losing people every day. We really feel like it's our responsibility to work as a partner with these communities in Wisconsin to give them what they need in terms of, of access. The reason for building this middle mile is that becomes the backbone of the telecommunications throughout that entire county. Off of that backbone, we can construct towers to provide wireless and cellular service. We can provide fiber to the home. And really importantly, and one thing that I think sets us apart from a lot of our competitors, and we told this to the communities is, if you work with us and allow us to build this middle mile fiber through your county, we are not going to keep anybody off that fiber. It is open access. If one of our competitors calls and said, hey, can we branch off your fiber and serve this little community with fiber to the home? We would say yes. We would work with them and make sure that that happened. So, Jason, has the, has the money come in yet? The way the grants work through the Public Service Commission is they sort of trail a year behind. So this year we deployed all of the grants from 21. And so that money came in and that work is done this year. The grants that were awarded in 22, this roughly $20 million, we still don't have the final paperwork and agreement from the Public Service Commission, which is normal, and it, that should be coming very soon. 
but we are working right now on the, the design. So we're doing all of the designing and engineering right now, and we expect the actual construction work to start late this year and get going in earnest early in, in uh, 2023. And we expect all these projects to be complete in the first quarter of 2024. You know, some will be done in 23, some will be in early 24. So the money will actually, the grant money will actually start to flow in 2023. With inflation yeah. going on, with supply chain challenges, does that change how much you're getting for your dollar when you start these construction projects? It does. It does. It has presented a strain for our projects in 2022. The supply chain issues have caused delay after delay. You know, we've worked our way through it, but it's probably cost us a few, probably several months this year uh, based on delays, whether it's equipment for towers or conduit or or cable, um, it, it has been a problem, and it appears that it's going to continue to be a problem, and it's something that we're concerned with. So we, we start ordering our supplies as early as we possibly can to make sure that it, it gets here on time. We've learned a lot this year. So that's sort of the supply chain side. Inflation, you know, it's a killer. It always hurts. When we do these projects, you know, we commit to a budget with these counties, and we're going to stick to it with these counties. We're never going to ask them for anything more. So anything over is on our dime. There's going to be projects where we're going to need to spend more of our money uh, just because of the way things are going. But we made commitments and we're going to stick to it. it it's a challenge. It's probably the, one of the biggest challenges facing us right now. But we feel like we are well capitalized and we're always out looking for more investors. So we are very comfortable that if there's overages, we're going to be able to continue to cover them. And we still believe strongly in these projects. But boy, if somebody could do something about inflation, we would be all for it. So Jason, you've talked about how broadband expansion projects will benefit rural communities across the state. And it might even cost bug tussle a little extra in today's economy. Is there still an opportunity for bug tussle to see a return on investment? And what does that look like? I mean, we are in business, and if a business doesn't make money, they can't do good things. So, you know, our goal certainly is to do good things, but they also, they have to have a return for us. You know, the return is there. It's going to take a little while, though, you know, because in the time that we're spending most of the money putting the fiber in, we're not getting a return during that time at all. You know, until we get towers, you know, hooked up and live, and until we get fiber hooked up and live so that we can sell it at the retail and wholesale levels, we're not seeing returns. But we knew that going in. And we've already seen our returns, you know, start to uptick from some of the projects we've done in prior years. We know in the end that this will be profitable for us to do it or we wouldn't do it. We're optimistic about the future. We're excited about the services that we can provide. We know that these communities need this. But the big thing is we wouldn't have done this if we didn't believe we would turn a profit and and we are we are going to but there's there's easier ways to make money doing what we're doing and that's doing it in urban areas that's an easier way to get a faster return you run shorter distances and get more homes it's a lot harder to do this in rural areas so everything that we do is a little bit elongated but what we think is that this is sustainable over the long term you know, there's a, a permanency to this that you might not get in urban areas. And because the need is there, we, we found a way 
to make the financing work, to make the economics work, to do good by the communities, and of course, to become a stronger company and more profitable. Jason Weed joining us, the Chief Operating Officer with Bug Tussle Wireless. Again, Bug Tussle, a recipient of more than $20 million to tackle 11 broadband projects across 11 counties. And this money comes from the latest broadband expansion grants from earlier this year. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Nobody knows windows like Wanakee Remodeling. Voted the best window company in Madison 10 years straight, our Renewal by Anderson windows are the most weather tight, highest quality, and most durable on the market. Make sure you eliminate your old window and door problems. Go with the most trusted name in windows, Renewal by Anderson from Wanakee Remodeling. kind of got to look at it from a Ziegler point of view and a customer point of view and get them into the piece of equipment that's going to benefit their operation. Well, we've really come to trust Ziegler, their support staff, their service trucks. We've had them working on our shop and a tractor till 2 in the morning to get it ready for the next day. When they come on your farm, they're going to stay until they get the job done. Ziegler's service allows us to be ready to run whenever we need to, rain or shine. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with a truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. from farm to fork and everything in between we cover it all this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yeah, well, yesterday I was watching and following a bunch of my buddies on social media that were in western Wisconsin, and I'll tell you what, talk about cover. It was uh, covered with snow in a lot of areas of western Wisconsin. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us with our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Uh, I'm not, ex- I didn't get a chance to, you know, follow along and see how much they picked up, but I saw by about early afternoon yesterday, Oh, I'd suppose just a little bit west of Eau Claire, the roads were getting pretty nasty. What did you hear, Stu? Well, I've I've been looking for snow reports this morning, and they're just starting to trickle in. Nothing yet from western Wisconsin. I do have some Minnesota reports. Hutchinson, just southwest of the Twin Cities, three and a half inches. Uh, Watertown and Carver, Minnesota, Carver County, Minnesota, six and a half inches of snow. And even Stewartville in the southeast part of the state, two inches of snow. And add to that the very strong winds, the blowing and everything else. It came with 
a pretty nasty winter day. I guess that's the best way to explain it. Now, we are, of course, going to talk about the front that brought that precipitation pushing east, lining up this morning from eastern lower Michigan into western Ohio and all the way down to Texas. It's, for the most part, taking precipitation with us, with it, but any of us may see a stray flurry or two yet this morning. That's going to be about the worst there is. Just a little flurry, some very light snow around. The radar indicating some of the activity right near La Crosse, southeast Minnesota, northeast Iowa, and into western Wisconsin. I don't expect it lasts too long. Otherwise, later on today, very strong winds from the west will indeed keep it very, very chilly. Temperatures have cooled on tremendously from where they were. In fact, uh, Madison hit 51 yesterday. We'll be lucky to climb into the upper 20s today. A big change as that cold air is swept in behind that cold front as it pulls off to the east. High pressure is trying to settle in. Could actually clear skies a bit more today and tonight. Of course, very cold with a clear sky and a strong wind early tonight. Winds will diminish, thankfully. And then temperatures moderate, warming up pretty quickly for Thursday and Friday. Boy, that sounds great. Another weak front does zip through, may account for a little rain chance as we look on toward Friday night or just into early Saturday, and a cool down, unfortunately, back to that uh, cooler than normal temperature for Saturday, back to the normal neighborhood as we look toward Sunday, and up and down temperature pattern here, wrapping up November and taking us into December. I'll have forecast details right after this. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. As a proud sponsor of the WIAA, Rural Mutual roots for all of Wisconsin student-athletes. Whether they're a hometown hero or they dream of the national spotlight, sportsmanship keeps Wisconsin strong. Visit RuralMutual.com WIAA to learn more about how they support high school athletics. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Just to follow up on that stuff we were talking about around the Twin Cities, Stu, I see this morning that yesterday the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport shut down their runways at about quarter to two. <laughs> that is not good news for anybody that has uh, historically needed the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport either as a origination spot or a transfer spot. They're still delayed this morning. Well, I believe it, and they're starting to come in. New Richmond and St. Croix County in that far northwest part of Wisconsin, five and a half inches of snow, their report from yesterday. So they're coming in. We're going to hear it's pretty snowy in that part of the state. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather update is indeed today calling for some morning flurries or very light snow. Sky is starting to clear a bit, partly sunny, but windy and a lot colder. Upper 20s with the west winds, a good 15 to 25, gusting even around 40 today. Overnight clearing out and staying windy, we drop down to the mid-teens and the west winds a good 10 to 20, gusting to 35, diminish late in the night. I'd look for a little more sunshine Thursday and not a bad day. Mid-30s with the west winds at 5 to 15 becoming south and then partly sunny Friday. 
upper 40s, maybe a 50 at Madison, and the south winds 5 to 15, gusting to 30. Friday night could be a little rain, Pam, and then cooler temps as we head towards Saturday once again. But uh, hopefully for all the folks that are heading to Wisconsin Dells for the Farm Bureau Convention this weekend, no travel-related issues, hey? I don't think that should be a big problem Friday night, early Saturday. Just uh, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Good enough. Appreciate it, Stu. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. You got it. See you then. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. It is winter meeting season. Talking a little bit more about some of the events on the horizon coming your way this Wednesday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, the right partner can make all the difference. One that's dependable, straightforward, and is there when you need them. That's LG Seeds. From our hybrids and soybean varieties to our service and support, reliability is in everything we do. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter, picks, getter, done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We're the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Experienced electricians, come join our family-owned team. Here's Ariel. At EverReady, we are his sponsor for the apprenticeship program. I like the small company feel, that family feel. If you have a problem, you can directly go to the owners firsthand. Speaks a lot about their values and how they value their employees. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are EverReady. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, 
yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com Trusting someone else enough to pack up your stuff for the big move usually doesn't happen. Our employees are like family and have been with us for a very long time. You can feel comfortable with them packing things up and moving them. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the all-in-the-family move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether? like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see. What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps, life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. What was the reaction um, to uh, Saturday and then into Sunday with Luke Fickle being hired uh, on the Wisco Sports Show so far in this young week. You know what, Evo? I'm glad you asked about Saturday because because Luke Fickle is now the coach, we, we've glazed over what happened Saturday night. And I just like being this way. And sure, he's a nice guy and everything. But we need to hold Mr. Mertz accountable for what happened on Saturday. That if Luke Fickle was not hired, we would be – I might have led my show with it yesterday, Evo, and when do you know me to lead my show with Wisconsin Badger Athletics? It, it just doesn't happen very no, often. Never. I, I, I am so out. He had an entire half of football. Like, hey, three-point lead, drive together, go win Paul Bunyan's axe. And your entire miserable existence as the Wisconsin quarterback, which has had ups and downs. We've had our laugh. We've got – He's got merch in the store, Graham merch. Look at that. Like, it's been fun. It stopped being fun on Saturday because it was so bad. Graham, out of half, your defense is giving you chance, 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 chance again. But one drive together, go get the axe. You couldn't do it. And, Evo, I'm pretty sure he might have Jake Cutler on his way out. I don't know that he really got hurt. And I don't want to. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, Jake Cutler's actually cool, by the way. Graham Mertz doesn't seem to be, so. Yeah, I, I was looking for tweets. It's like, do you leave in a walking boot? And certainly, there must have been a prop. I mean, it, you have to save face at the very least. I didn't see anything. So, I man, I was just so turned off yes, by yes, yes. and by Graham Mertz. Um, but I love Luke Fickle. Grant, you're not the only the person. don't like it. I had another person texting me on Sunday saying, I don't know if Graham Mertz really got hurt. Didn't look like he tried too hard to get back into that game. I'm right there with you guys. What I'm saying, and I look. I don't want to. I'm sure he's a great kid. I but Screw like, it. we've done well, this for three years. Grant, did you know that he made I, he made six figures last year and into this year for nil money over one hundred thousand dollars? For three years, we kind of we got. 
you know, great recruit, but he kind of sucks. And like, we'd laugh at the wins and like, it, we didn't never took it too seriously. I started taking it seriously on Saturday and maybe I'm late to the party. If that's the case, I'm sorry. Uh, but yes. that was just, that was just terrible. Now Luke Fickle, I, I love the hire. And if I guess current players don't like it, then they're free to go play somewhere else. But yeah, go you cry elsewhere. To get a coach like that. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got to get him. You yeah. got to get him. It's home run. Hey Grant, uh, before I ask you about Milwaukee Bucks, what's the vibe of uh, the Green Bay Packers right now? Are you uh, full-on sit Rodgers right now, even if he is healthy and let the Jordan Love experiment begin? Maybe not yet. If Rodgers is able to play against the Bears, I'd like him to play against the Bears. Now, if he's falling apart out there and can barely walk around, I mean, that's if he is healthy and can play the Bears game, I think that would be nice. I think him getting a rivalry game against the Bears I think that would be nice. I'm not like shut down Aaron Rodgers now and not let him play. If he's healthy, he should play to a certain extent. I think we're going to get some Jordan Love time this year. I don't think we need to rush to the Jordan Love time. I thought Jordan Love looked fine on Sunday. My takeaway on Sunday, Ebo, how Ben still this bad against the run. It it was year 2013, Mr. Ebo and Mr. Rowdy. And I don't know if RJ's there, but I'll speak to everyone. 2013, they gave up. They gave up a million yards in that playoff game to Kaepernick. And I swear, as an organization on that day, they were like, we can't let it happen again. And ever since then, they've drafted first-round pick, first-round pick, and defense, defense, defense. Evo, they might be worse now against the run. They might be worse against the, He had 110, what was it, yards in the first quarter. I don't understand how they're still that bad. And we can, you know, do the Rodgers love thing. That's probably what the conversation is going to be as the season goes along. But what an absolute failure by that defense that was – it wasn't supposed to just be competent. It was supposed to be elite this year, and they can't even sniff competence. It's just terrible. I'm at the point where I'm not even going to blame Joe Barry. Like, Joe Barry, <laughs> I can't blame him anymore because I, I just think he's just that bad. Like, you can't yell at a guy that you doesn't even understand what you're talking about for, like, doing something You can't wrong. read. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm over it. I point the finger at LaFleur. Make La a change. Fraud. It's Tell him to change something. LaFlunk. Do something. The bum. The flounder. He, he doesn't even think there's anything wrong. Just wait. I'll play some LaFleur comments after 8 o'clock. You'll, you'll love it, Rowdy. Yeah, Grant, I mean. <laughs> way, what? Yes. I, I was talking to myself in the shower last night trying to prepare. Uh, oh, shou- know, the shower is where I get all my best ideas. Show. Shower or driving. I, I know. Thoughts. I was thinking, what would I do? How would I fix the Packers this offseason? I'm tied to no players on this defense, you guys. I mean, sure, Quay Walker's a rookie. I, I think there is this this rot to the core of the Packers' defense and the culture and the way they practice, the way they play. I, I'm tied to no one on this defense. Seriously, if I can get terrible. picks for Kenny Clark, for Jair, for all these guys, no problem. Start. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Not much blue in the skies for this Wednesday, and temperatures are definitely going to be chillier. Partly sunny skies today, 28. Partly sunny tomorrow, 35. Friday, partly sunny skies and 50 degrees. Glad you're along with us. Today, believe it or not, the last day of November, the 30th day of November. On this day back in 1982, Michael Jackson's Thriller Thriller LP was released. They consider it one of the best-selling albums of all time. It had nine tracks on it that won eight Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year back in 1984. Thriller, released on this day back in 1982. On this day in 1940, stars of I Love Lucy actually get married. Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. 
They got married, and believe it or not, they were married for 20 years. And speaking of wedding anniversaries, congratulations to comedian Jay Leno, who had that health scare, what, just about a week ago. On this day, back in 1980, he married Mavis Nicholson. They're still married today, celebrating their 32nd anniversary. And now you know. It is our final wrap-up, Wiffles Wednesday. Glad you're along with us, and so is Dr. Brent Tharp. He is with our friends from Wiffles. He is one of the gentlemen that's gathering all the information from the field managers, from our district sales managers, bringing it in-house and getting ready to focus on 2023. He's their technical product manager. You know, let's talk about this year, Brent. The initial takeaways that you're seeing from the side-by-sides that your team has put together and just kind of overall observations. What was 2022's positives and negatives from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, looking at Whipple's footprint, which covers the Corn Belt, uh, it was kind of depends where you had rain and wherever there was rain, which uh, where you're sitting there in, in the southern and central Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, you're sitting pretty good. You, you got some nice rains uh throughout the year now there were some dry areas don't get me wrong but overall i think uh i would say that upper corn belt crop uh is fared pretty well Mm -hmm. yeah we were really blessed in wisconsin when you take a look at some of the challenges other regions were facing we really struck a a lucky balance so you know brent i was telling you now that things are kind of wrapped up the equipment's been parked a lot of growers just kind of fade into end-of-the-year activities and focusing on 2023. What happens with you guys at Wiffles? What do your research teams, your breeding teams, what are they going to be doing now for the next few weeks or months? Yeah, well, it's uh, we're, we're crunching data like crazy right now. So we're looking through all the observations. Our research team, our, uh, the, the corn breeders that we have go around to our 70 uh, research sites and myself, and we take notes throughout the year on our on the corn hybrids and just all the experimentals plus the commercials, uh, and then you know the, the combines roll through and, and give us information. So we just have to coalesce all that data, put it together, make sense of it. Uh, so you know the corn breeders they've been busy uh, crunching through the data and then getting their winter nurseries out. So you know we use a winter environment. To make another cycle of hybrids so those are being grown and those will be the ones that we're you know evaluating and testing next year so uh, but right now we're also uh, concurrently going through uh, data and, and doing our hybrid advancement so we're uh, getting ready to choose the next class of, of Wiffles hybrids uh, that we'll be introducing to the sales team here in early winter. Dr. Brent Tharp's along with us. He's the technical product manager with Wiffles. This is our wrap-up Wiffles Wednesday. Now, what about the agronomy team? What is their area of emphasis this winter, Brent, that you're hearing from them? Any big uh, conversation pieces that are coming up? Yeah, so our agronomy team, again, uh, different kind of data, but we, we're we putting together data and, and putting together what topics uh, we uh, feel like farmers are asking about, and uh, we're going around. We're actually, you know, our, our sales teams put puts on post harvest meetings. We call them uh, their customer events, and uh, we share kind of a lot of times at those meetings. We'll walk through uh, how the year went, the year in review. So the agronomy managers 
are often part of that. Uh, we're also putting together just information for like webinars. We felt, uh, you know, during COVID that forced us into new ways of communicating and and uh, with the webinar concept online, that seemed to uh, work pretty well. So uh, we're putting together webinars. I think we're going to have some. I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, tar spot as a hot mm-hmm. topic out there. Corn rootworm mm-hmm. uh, is always a, an issue in the corn production. Um, so those are two big agronomic issues we'll be discussing. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to uh, seeing what the end results are. And obviously, we hope to be informing folks on how well Wiffles are performing in 2023. Brent, thank you for the update and have a good holiday season. Thank you, Pam. All right, folks, that is a wrap up of our Wiffles Wednesday featuring today a conversation with Dr. Brent Tharp. He is the technical product manager with Wiffles. Now, remember, if you want to get a jump start on some of those webinars that uh, Dr. Tharp was just talking about, you want to stay in the loop as far as those meetings and new hybrids are concerned. Great place to start at Wiffles.com. Ah, it's that time of year. Gift baskets and authentic holiday German treats. And you know where I go. Yep. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Remember, they're online, open 24 hours a day, seven days a week at BavariaSausage.com. Check out all the information on their Facebook page, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen, and their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitcherona Road in Fitchburg, open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Did you know they've got 22 different gift basket selections and options you can choose from for your holiday gift-giving smiles. And let's not forget about the authentic German chocolates and holiday treats that are within their retail location as well as available online. But Judy says shop early. They're still having some challenges when it comes to shipping. So be sure that you're jumping online, BavariaSausage.com, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen on Facebook, or visit them face-to-face for a successful holiday gift-giving experience. Wisconsin farmers have basically concluded the harvest, according to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, as of Sunday. 87% of our corn had been harvested for grain. 12 days behind last year, the moisture content in that grain was still holding around 18%. 83% of our fall tillage is done, and of the winter wheat that's planted, 83% of that's already called good to excellent, unchanged from last week. Markets in overnight electronic trade continue to be a little bit on the mixed side, especially just focused in on corn and beans. Right now, we've got December corn down two at 663. January beans are up a nickel at 1464. December wheat up three at 760 a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese dropped a penny and three quarters to $1.80. 40 pound block cheese down three and a half at 209. Double A butter was up a half, 293 and a half per pound. Now, the fluid milk for December. That is currently trading up seven cents at 1992. January milk down six at 19.55 a hundred weight. Tis the winter meeting season, and we've got a brand new one coming your way. Two different locations: one in Green Bay, one in La Crosse. All about agronomy. Dr. Damon Smith, University Extension plant pathologist, will explain the details on the combined meeting. That's coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. 
just like LG seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. Did you know soybean diseases like white mold and sudden death syndrome can survive in your soil even after rotating crops? Prevention of these diseases is a constant battle, and yield loss from an infection can be devastating. The right management plan makes all the difference. Keep your beans safe with Heads Up Seed Treatment. Heads Up guards your seed from both white mold and SDS. Stay protected and profitable by asking your seed dealer for Heads Up. Learn more at HeadsUpST.com. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flabs. Carbon World Health offers MSculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. MSculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Uh, the season of winter meetings is upon us. And I'll tell you what, for a lot of folks, getting back together face-to-face is what they prefer. And trying to make the most of your time is what they prefer. I'm talking about our UW agronomy team. They are putting together some uh, face-to-face, in-person sessions that are going to cover the gamut of what you need to review from 2022 and look ahead for in 2023. In studio with us, our University Extension Plant Pathologist, that's Damon Smith. So... Tell me a little bit about why you picked Green Bay and La Crosse. We're doing them December 13th and December 15th. What was the meeting of the minds on why we wanted to go to those two locations for in-person experiences? Quite simply, just to get the heck out of Madison, Pam. So, you know, we, we realized, you know, based on some of our past meetings that we hadn't touched those parts of the states uh, very well uh, in the past. And so we thought that uh, this would be a great way to, you know, get to some of the areas of the state that we just don't generally visit with these types of meetings. Uh, so that was the first, you know, real big uh, focus. And then the second was basically consolidating our old um, road tours. So we used to have these three road tours and we were getting some feedback that, you know, it was sort of inefficient and folks were having to go to three meetings and we could really do the same thing in one really well executed uh, meeting. So here we are with these new Badger Crops and Soils update meetings. Excellent. Now let's talk about the, the staff that's going to be there. You mentioned kind of bringing three meetings into one. So tell us the lineup on guest speakers. Yeah, you bet. So we're, you know, the old pest management, agronomy update, and soil update meetings are all consolidated here. So uh, the folks that typically would be on those tours are going to be showing up here. So uh, myself, Rodrigo Worley, for example, on the pest management uh, side of things, Sean Conley is going to be there on the agronomy side. Uh, And then we have uh, Francisco Arriaga and Matt Ruark on the soil science side. And the other nice thing that, um, you know, consolidating this 
Uh, we've, we've been able to sort of access some of the other uh, faculty on campus that we haven't typically had interact in these types of meetings. So we're, you know, we're having uh, folks like Brian Luck come in and talk about some of the technology and how it relates to what we're doing pest management wise and, you know, some of his closing wheel uh, work and corn and all that sort of stuff. So it's been an opportunity to, you know, not only um, you know, make this more of an efficient thing, but uh, also, you know, really access a lot of our uh, more broad expertise on campus. I like the theme. It's called achieving a positive return on investment in an era of high input costs. That doesn't look like it's going to change next year. Nope, sure does. And we know we're kind of locked into this for a little while and you know, folks are trying to, you know, make sure they can be as efficient as they can be, make the most money uh, and, and protect that bottom line. And so we thought, you know, we really needed to kind of focus around that. So you know, Paul Mitchell is going to kick things off with a keynote right at the beginning, just kind of where we are in terms of the economy, uh, how, you know, what, what kinds of things should we be paying attention to uh, as we move forward? And then that hopefully uh, carries into some of the more technical uh, talks that you'll have throughout the day. Damon Smith in studio with us, our University Extension Plant Pathologist and one of the featured speakers during these in-person agronomy, soil, pest management, nutrient meetings, like he said, all in one. December 13th, 9 until 3 at Tundra Lodge in Green Bay. December 15th, 9 until 3, Radisson Hotel in La Crosse. Let me ask you, Damon, as a researcher, we uh, have learned a lot since 2020 about how we live, how we function, how we work, how dependent we are on certain aspects of supply chain. Now, what did you learn this year about supply chain issues, the high costs that we're now experiencing? I mean, a lot of this came at us pretty fast. It did, you know, just in my world with fungicides, you know, there, there, were, there were shortages of fungicides. Folks couldn't get a hold of stuff. They wanted to spray, they couldn't get a hold of it, or they had to shift the acres. So we saw, you know, not knee-jerk reactions, but we saw, you know, pretty quick decisions that had to be made in season because, you know, I I might have an issue over on this particular field, and so I'm going to shift some resources away and move it over there. So folks just had to be more strategic, you know, and had to be a little more nimble. And I think, you know, we're all sort of learning that post-COVID, we're, you know, this is probably going to be the way it's going to be moving forward for a while until until the supply chains catch back up. So, you know, that's another thing sort of tied into this meeting is just how do we make those quick decisions based on research data? You know, what what is the research saying and how can we shift and pivot when we have to in those uh, quick time frames. Well, and speaking of things we've learned, although I encourage you to consider being there face-to-face on December 13th in Green Bay, December 15th in La Crosse, you are also making some of this information available online. Explain that to me. Yeah, we, you know, another thing that came out of, you know, the COVID era, uh, hybrid meetings, virtual meetings. So we realized that that virtual option is attractive for a lot of folks. That helps us access uh, more of the uh, more of the state with our information. So we do have two virtual sessions also tied to this. Uh, you know, we'll do half of the um, in-person talk, so to speak, as a virtual on Monday, December 12th. And then the second half of that uh, will be on December 16th on the Friday. So we're going to cap the virtual events are going to be the front and back end caps of the basically in-person meetings. So uh, folks can uh, pick and choose, you know, do I go to the virtual sessions? Do I go to the in-persons? Or we've even had some folks uh, because they need some CEUs uh, actually, you know, go into both. And that's perfectly fine too. So you can go to both the in-person and virtual sessions.
repercussions there. Again, Damon Smith in studio with us. He's our University Extension plant pathologist. These educational opportunities all in one coming up again December 13th in Green Bay, December 15th in La Crosse. And I also like to stress, Damon, although we are head on about corn and soybeans, if I'm a potato grower, if I'm growing hay, if I got cover crops, this all in one shot will give you something too. That's right. Yeah. I mean, this, you know, while we're, we tend to be sort of field crop focused here, there's going to be lots of things sort of tied in. So, you know, don't think that, you know, just because I might be given something on soybeans that you might not hear something on one of the specialty crops or even the cover crop side of things. We realize that that's, these are all hot areas. Uh, we need to be nimble in all those areas. And, you know, we've wrapped that into these uh, sessions too. You know, the other nice part about the face-to-face experience, and you've witnessed it yourself, um, they will sit in the session and listen. And then the hallway conversation or the questions you're approached with by growers, co-op managers, et cetera, after presentations are just as valuable, not only for you, but for them, and may help drive some of the direction on your research in 2023. Yeah, those those side conversations are invaluable. And we're, we're going to have a lunch here um, uh, tied to the in-person session. So, you know, a lot of networking happens there. And this, we all miss that during during the COVID era. I mean, that was just something that was lost uh, I, I don't think any of us realized how uh, much damage that actually had done until we were back in person and we all realized how important those interactions are. So you're exactly right. You know, come on out, uh, go to those in-persons if you can uh, swing it. And uh, we'd love to talk with you and, and network with you. And, and, you know, as you point out, we often do take a lot of that information and you know, fashion our research around those those ideas that we hear. Again, as we said, uh, this is just a two-day opportunity, December 13th in Green Bay, December 15th in La Crosse, December 13th, a Tuesday if you're looking, December 15th, a Thursday. Now, if you're interested in registering for this event, I suggest that you just look for Badger Crop Doc. Just search for that, and it'll pop up on your screen. Again, uh, $150 for the registration fee, but that includes all the materials as well as lunch. And there is an opportunity. They've got a block of rooms that's booked at each hotel if you need to be staying overnight. And heaven knows what weather is going to be for that week of December. And uh, like you said, uh, the virtual, if I'm interested in the virtual, all that information there as well, Damon? Yep, all that information's there. Uh, this is posted on badgercropdoc.com, so uh, we have a long U. URL. Uh, we'll just shorten that up for you. So just go to badgercropdoc.com and, and we'll get you to the right place. Excellent. Another face-to-face opportunity. One of many, fortunately, coming back online for us this winter. But let's kick it off right again. December 13th, Tundra Lodge in Green Bay. December 15th, Radisson Hotel in La Crosse. All in one, I'll call it that, agronomy, pest management, soil, water, nutrient management, all of it in 